Welcome back to J-Cal's View. I'm J-Cal. This is a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the United Wrestling Network and the National Wrestling Alliance. For over the past few weeks, man, I've been very hard on the National Wrestling Alliance, and I, I feel like I feel like I'm justifiably so. I, I've been very disappointed with the inability for the National Wrestling Alliance to move forward positively in what many do consider to be the worst year of professional wrestling to promote wrestling in this environment with COVID-19, with a global pandemic. It is been a very taxing chore that very few wrestling promotions have been able to figure out the correct recipe on how to do it. Um, the NWA itself hasn't promoted wrestling, live professional wrestling, since January. And on this episode of Jake House View, I'm going to look at what the NWA has done surprisingly well and what I'm very excited for them and the entire brand, honestly, going forward in 2021. And it all started back in September with Primetime Live and the partnership with the United Wrestling Network. And it's really just opened up so much opportunity for the NWA. And uh, I really think it sets them up for a good place going into 2021. So let's get into it after these messages. NWA Shockwave premieres Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on the YouTube channel. Now, my first assertion, is that the right word? My first thoughts on the show were, oh boy, this is just a repeat. What is in it for me to watch? And I measured the pros and cons, and I did watch that show. Now, I will be the first one to tell you, brag, boast, whatever you want to say. I was there at Thunder Studios for the first television taping. So I was there in the audience. Not that there was an audience. I was about 25 feet away from the ring with my Nikon camera, taking photos and bragging to uh, the This Is The NWA um, a Discord page about what was happening while a lot of them were dealing with uh, connectivity issues. I was there in the house while they were filming these matches. So I was not surprised to see Jordan Cruz taking on Eli Drake. And I thought that Jordan Cruz looked really good in his first match. I thought Eli Drake looked like he hadn't lost a step. Uh, I felt like Heather Monroe really did put on a terrific match with Camille. And I felt like uh, the World's Heavyweight Championship match, although felt a bit rushed, had all the makings for a great, great sequel that I'm still looking forward to. But for the average viewer, if you've been watching Primetime Live, this was essentially a repeat. There was no additional uh, backstage interview. There was nothing to separate this show from what Primetime Live was. So there was no real added benefit as somebody who subscribed to all four packages or was it three packages of Primetime Live uh, to, to watch this. There was nothing for me did anyways but again there was nothing really for me because I've seen it all before but then I started to think there's an audience of NWA fans who were not going to buy these pay-per-views 
and they were very vocal about it. I don't want to pay $7.99 a month for a wrestling pay-per-view. I, I don't want to pay uh, $7.99 a, an episode to see you know a world title match or to see my favorite NWA power wrestler wrestle somebody else. I There was an audience that was very committed to NWA power, mostly because that was a free option. There was no charge. There was no barrier of entry. If you wanted to watch live pro wrestling, well, not live, but if you wanted to watch pro wrestling in the studio and, and give you that Jim Crockett Promotions feel, well, they delivered. NWA Power certainly delivered on that nostalgia of the, of the studio wrestling environment. Without a doubt. But the problem with that was that they really kind of left the fans in the dust because there has been no new episode since January. So I could see where the shockwave is appealing to a lot of these NWA fans who are just really hungry for NWA content. And that's when I did some research and I did a little digging because I like to do digging. And I was looking at... um, I was looking at some of... uh, some of the data that you can get on socialblade.com. Now, I, I've never wanted to be one of these guys that is a gatekeeper for information. If you guys want to know where I go to check stuff out, I mean, we've mentioned it in the past. Cagematch.net has uh, such a great wrestling database. Um, but then also uh, for social media, Social Blade does a great job of kind of breaking down videos and how many people are watching and when they're watching and all that and I didn't get too far into it but I did do some research I did look at some of the numbers and one thing that I like I I I initially thought a lot of people were just going to dismiss this show I did because that's how I felt but there was a large audience who watched this show in fact and I was telling my friends DKM and Jaden while this show was going on that wow they had about 7,000 8,000 people watching live that was very reminiscent of the later episodes of NWA Power so much so that there was 120,000 people who watched episode 1 of NWA Shockwave and that's as of today that's that's today's numbers 120,000 people watched that show That surprised me. Just let me give you a little bit of a comparison here. That blows away anything that the NWA has produced content-wise since the last episode of NWA Superpower. That was the last episode they aired of NWA Power. They had like a... It's like the 21st episode, I guess. And that was back in May. So that means all the Carnyland stuff... That means all of the uh, podcasts, like what's causing all this, all this, what uh, the the Eli Drake show, of course, Carnyland, uh, Inside the NWA, NWA Girl Talk, all that stuff pales in comparison to what the first episode of Shockwave did for their YouTube channel. Um, this increased their current YouTube views by like 10,000 plus videos a day. And what I mean by that is, um, you could look at the channel's growth, again on Social Blade, where they were averaging about 
2,000 to 3,000 videos uh, views a day, meaning people going back and watching the old NWA stuff. And whether it be the, the content like Five on it or uh, the rivalry promo, the rivalry, uh, greatest rivalries video, uh, they were only getting like two or 3,000 people watching those videos daily. But since NWA Shockwave came to the forefront, those numbers have jumped. They've spiked. In fact, in the first day, there was up to like 50,000 people watching those videos. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that it was just Shockwave. This has a reverberation effect where other people, after watching Shockwave, were watching other NWA-related content. And one of the cool things, or smart things, I should say, that the NWA social media has been doing is pulling out videos from the archive, from the old NWA power, and saying, hey, this week, Thunder Rosa takes on Priscilla Kelly. Here, watch this match where Thunder Rosa defended against Allison Kay on this episode of NWA Power, or her Thunder Rosa's debut, whatever it specifically was. And I think that's brilliant. I think it's brilliant because there's, a again, a fan base who's hungry. Willie Bowen just said it a few minutes ago in the chat. They're hungry for some NWA content. Now, this is the right way to do it. And these are the pros that I find with NWA Shockwave. Because, again, um, this stuff was blown away. Anything else that they've done so far. Now, I suspect those numbers will drop a little bit because... Now people know exactly what it is. There was some mystique to it before. They didn't really know if this was going to be a new show. It wasn't like anyone but J-Cow was out there saying, hey, this is rerun stuff. But, again, there's a large audience that didn't watch that. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, but uh, some, of the, um, some of the cons of this, though, right, is, you know, they didn't add any additional context or any additional content. It basically was what you see is what you get. Um, it, it, it's what you see is what you get. So when you, when if you were watching Primetime Live, you got this product. But now that you're watching uh, Shockwave, it's 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 the same. So like they could have done maybe a, the sit down interviews, you know. <sighs> For everything that I felt that they were trying to do well during the initial uh, start of the pandemic here in the United States, when a production and they started airing, uh, you know, these inside the NWA podcast or what's causing all this or, or these uh, things of this nature, I felt like that would have been the ideal time. That would have been the the correct time to go ahead and add additional content and interview with you know if not Nick Aldis with with Tom Latimer hey Tom what do you think of what Nick's chances are tonight hey Tom what do you think of Mike Bennett as a potential uh challenge back for that title or or even bring you know uh Gosh, I, I haven't really planned this all out, but I, I, I just felt like there was a missed opportunity. This is good for what it was, and it, for sure, with, with doing nothing, it really has helped rebound their YouTube numbers. But also, you have to remember, this is a limited run, guys. Unless there's something that I don't know, which I'm fully willing to admit, there's a lot I don't know. 
I'm not a part of the NWA front office, and I don't have an inside voice in the NWA. I'm not. I don't have a, you know, a, a glass to the ear. I'm not. I'm not listening to the wall. You know, uh, if these matches are coming strictly from primetime live, and we know that there was only about a dozen NWA matches, not not shows, but matches, then that means they're going to run out of content by week four. That includes, you know, we know tonight, CC uh, Chanel, I don't remember what the NWA is calling her, but she'll be wrestling against um, Camille. We're going to have Thunder Rosa in action. And then uh, I believe Watts versus, uh, versus Eli Drake. And we know that those are going to be great matches. They're going to be fun matches. But where where's the added value? Maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I am. But as someone who's already seen this stuff, it's like, uh, give me something more. Entice me to keep watching this. And when you think about what they're doing with the NWA, I mean, they've been in a stall pattern since January. We're now, it's November. Or no, excuse me, December. Look at that. Almost a whole calendar year without running any live wrestling. So, I, I don't know... I don't know what's going to happen for this. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. And quite honestly, um, I don't know if that the NWA knows what they're going to do. Because in three weeks, they're going to be out of content. Now, I do know that there is some unaired NWA content. I know that they did the uh, Circled Squared. There was a second episode that never was released. And maybe they'll p- piece that in or parcel that in to extend NWA Shockwave, or maybe that's just lost to the great archive and we'll never see those matches. But I think um, I think the NWA really could have done something better with this. And I'm a little disappointed that they didn't. But I'm also really surprised and happy for the NWA that it seemingly so far has been a boost to their YouTube numbers and hopefully that inspires more content creation. Um, So we'll see. So again, the NWA should be thrilled with this. I mean, these numbers are almost a return to NWA power. And you have to think that there hasn't been a lot of uh, investment in, you know, repackaging these videos, coming up with their own logos, their own graphics. But I mean, these are basically primetime live episodes. So as I, as I like to do, I I revisited socialblade.com because I wanted to see where the NWA YouTube channel was almost a week later. And there's been so much activity since Shockwave was introduced for the NWA. I feel that we just, I need to dive into it. It's worth mentioning. I mean, the reverberation that the entire channel is benefiting from this this program, this Shockwave, I mean, it just has to be such a pleasant surprise. And in a year where things did not seem to go the NWA's way, this this series shockwave has been uh, outstanding for them i mean if you look at the analytics right exactly 30 days ago the nwa was sitting at approximately 206,000 subscribers and it'd been there for a while i mean if you if you again are been following the nwa youtube page that 206 has been 
pretty much where they were since January. I mean, there's been very little growth. Um, but according to the information uh, at Social Blade, the NWA YouTube channel gained about 3,000 subscribers since November the 13th. And prior to the release of NWA Shockwave, the NWA was averaging about 3,500 people watching the channel. Which again, this is old material. This is stuff that's been out for months. So 3,500 people is actually not too bad. But, but, uh, since the show's debut, the average daily views for the channel have jumped to roughly 17,000. That's almost what, uh, almost six times as much, five, five times as much. And although I don't have specific numbers, it is evident that it, this just isn't shockwave that's being watched. And I mean, and that comes to the brilliance of the social media, uh, manager for the NWA and the impact that it's been having because the NWA social media team has been very smart about using its platform to encourage its audience to revisit some of the uh, NWA power episodes, really literally sending people back into the vault. I mean, for example, this Tuesday, this Tuesday, the NWA is uh, premiering the third episode of NWA Shockwave, and they are advertising the uh, national heavyweight championship bout between Aaron the Shooter Stevens and Trevor Murdoch. Now, we talked about this at length on the podcast that these two, this is the first time we saw a feud from NWA Power appear on Primetime Live, but this feud is an NWA Power feud, and to prove that point, the NWA Twitter is encouraging their followers to go watch the last match between Stevens and Murdoch, and that was on episode 17 of NWA Power. They're also, uh, they have an advertisement, uh, a link to the power surge, the uh, sit-down interview that the two had uh, at the um, Georgia P- uh, Public Broadcasting Studios, um, and it just—it's just a smart idea to reuse some of these tools to bring an audience back to the program. So you know, it's not only is it advertising Tuesday's show, but it's also advertising the previous episodes. It, it's it's creating value twice with one post. I think it's a brilliant strategy. Although I think it's weird that they didn't acknowledge uh, the Aldous victory on Thursday night against Pillman. But I digress. Um, needless to say, I, I feel like this this uh, partnership with Primetime Live has been very beneficial for the NWA by creating this content that is on their channel. It's bringing more and more people to it's bringing more people to the the show and i think again excuse me not the show but the channel and you know for an audience that had mostly seen those those nwa power episodes in the past it's a good way to remind people the unfortunate part about this though is that now that nwa or excuse me that uh prime time live is on hiatus uh you know indefinitely there probably isn't much more to NWA Shockwave. We're entering week three this Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube where we're going to get that Trevor Murdoch match. We're going to get that title match. And then we know we know there's also going to be the uh, TV title match between Zicky Dice and the Pope. And then that's uh, the last match that was filmed for Primetime Live featuring the NWA talent was the tag team match with... Uh, Aaron Stevens and 
his mystery tag team partner, which ended up being J.R. Kratos, and not the question mark, uh, take on Eli Drake and James Storm for the tag titles. But after that, what's left? What's, I mean, what do they have? So it'll be interesting to see what happens because, you know, this would have been a great way to reintroduce NWA Power if they did this show in conjunction with what was coming from NWA Power or if they had some 10 pounds of gold that they could capitalize off of. Because again, I mean, I know that we're entering the Christmas holiday season, but there's nothing uh, publicly on on the books for the NWA. I mean, the women's champion is still wrestling AEW. The world's heavyweight champion seems to have wrestled his last match for 2020. So what happens next? I mean, who's to say? Who knows? One thing's for certain. When the NWA pivots. Oh, God, I hate saying that, but I, I it's the best word to use. When the NWA pivots, there is an audience that's hungry. That's starving for more NWA content. And it won't take much to get that audience back. That's the greatest thing you could say for the NWA right now. Stagnant for a whole year. Almost 11 months. That's practically a whole year. Stagnant. Nothing happened. And with Primetime Live kind of falling into their lap. And now getting the opportunity to use that footage to reinvigorate its YouTube channel. I just wish there was another pivot there. I wish there was another move there. I wish the NWA would have sent more talent to Primetime Live, more talent to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood to get some more matches that were taped and ready to go. Um, I think that Shockwave makes a whole lot of sense for them to continue to work with uh, the United Wrestling Network and doing some matches every, uh, every taping to have ready to go for these shockwave specials. Um, but, um, you know, the uh, you know, championship wrestling from Hollywood is done taping for probably till February. Uh, we don't know when primetime live will be back. So we don't know what's going to happen next for the NWA. You just have to stay tuned and watch. We'll be here to talk about it. That's for certain. You can count on that. Remember, we're on all social media at the Alliance blog. You can also check out the NWA website of record where we give your news and information we're number one i dare anyone to be number one above us we've been doing it for 14 years and we'll keep doing it for the next uh i don't know we'll see how long that goes but uh again thanks for tuning into this jake house view and uh we'll see you at the matches get positive and stay positive positive.